All right, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Nick, and your only host that you ever hear on this one. And but yeah, um, it feels good to be back, and I enjoy making podcasts, and it's kind of my thing nowadays because I've kind of as I dove more into you know content creating, it's kind of enjoying to you know sit down and you know just talk about whatever. Right now, I am just recording it in the living room, you know, just chilling with a laptop. I don't have my actual setup like I'm. I don't know why, but it's become a kind of a theme in most of these podcasts where I don't use my actual setup. Yeah, I don't know why I never record with every single thing because I invested so much money into this little setup and I just pull out my laptop and record in the living room. And yeah, I hope that there isn't way too much noise in here. I I think I can, you know, take that out, you know, in post. But on that, um... Yeah, I enjoy making these podcasts because I find them really enjoying to, you know, just to talk about whatever I have on my mind. Like, I want to make these, like, very, at least a little bit of a decent, you know, lean in it. But most of the time, they never get around to, you know, how I want it to be. Because I try to get it to, like, you know, an hour long, sometimes 50 minutes. You know, I'm okay with 50 minutes. But now it's like, uh, I don't think that I can always, you know, stretch out. It because I want to be more genuine with everything. I don't want to be that guy who, you know, repeats the same thing over and over and over again and, you know, just tries to stretch it until like it gets to an hour. So I'm going to, you know, wipe that all out the way I'm not going to, you know, do that. You might still hear me do something similar to that in these other podcasts because those are pre recorded way before this one. And, um, yeah, I can't really change that. And those are podcasts and, yeah, I already, you know, took time to, you know, record and edit, so I'm not going to delete them. So those are coming out sometime soon. And I don't know if I'll have a schedule or if these podcasts will be coming out, you know, every other week. I don't know. I'll try to make it at least not too much of a gap as I used to have it. But yeah, I really do enjoy doing these podcasts because I find them really enjoyable. Because I always tend to be that type of guy that overthinks, like... There's so much going on in my mind and I always have like all of these thoughts and they all just add up and add up until like, it's like, uh, you shouldn't be doing that. You should actually, you know, be taking time and, you know, find yourself and, you know, just enjoy being who you are and doing what you love. And during these past couple of days, it kind of has been kind of off. Like, I don't know if many of you know this, but I took time off from the internet. I don't think I've made a podcast based on this one. And if I did, yeah, I'm sorry, but you're going to hear me reiterate it. Uh, but yeah, if I didn't, then yeah. Um, I think I did post it on my personal channel and I put it out on Discord for people that were in the server and, you know, that knew me. But I took a little break. Uh, I didn't really have like a plan. It was like I had so much thing going on in my life that it was to the point where I was kind of like, lost and I knew that I couldn't you know stay on the internet and I couldn't try to be that guy that everybody knew me to be and I didn't want to like pollute everybody else around me with all of these thoughts and every single thing that was going on so I thought it would be best for me you know just to take a step out from the world of the internet and you know venture off and you know take time to focus on myself and you know fix and correct many things that I've done wrong and during that time I picked up new things from like reading and every single thing and I'm not going to try to go too much in depth because I'm not sure if I already talked about it so I'm just going to give a little quick uh, summary of it. So I you know started back reading 
and I got into No Longer Human, and No Longer Human is a story that I feel that tells something that's not really many people, you know, talk about nowadays. Like, it talked about, it covered everything from, like, the mentality of a child young, and all of these things that, you know, they thought about, and how meticulous every single thing is. And I found myself relating to the main character because there was many things in there that I was like, wow, I can relate to this. From like the theme of anxiety, depression, to everything leading up to like the family circumstances, to how he tried to do all of these things because he felt that he needed to make people happy and to know that he's happy so that way that they wouldn't involve themselves with him. And if I can find a quote, I will read it out. But if I... I don't know if I can. I don't know if I know what it is exactly. So let me uh, try to see. I think I've I've read No Longer Human on my... Uh, uh, I got it on my tablet. And I sent a screenshot over it to my phone. So I let me find that real quick. And yes, I am going to start, you know, try to get better at whenever I'm looking for something. Because I feel like whenever I do that, I just, you know, just pause and, you know, go find it. And, you know, just leave a big old cut. But I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to try to, you know, talk through it. Although you guys really don't know because I kind of feel like it ruins the vibe and everything. So yeah, when I read it, it was like I was kind of feeling some sense of relatableness to it. And then I read reviews of No Longer Human and I saw people saying that the story is too unrelatable. Like nobody can find a relatable sense into it. And many other people were like, how do you expect to find relatableness in a guy who, like, committed suicide and went through this lifestyle and everything? Because, you know, he lived in, like, a rich family and everything, but he was, like, actually kind of alone. And he wanted to do something to uh, please people, although he doesn't really care about them. He just needs to do it enough so that they wouldn't really care too much about him, if that makes any sense. And so when I read that, I was like, I really felt that. Like, that's totally something that... I really relate to. Uh, okay, I found it. Uh, the quote is from, you know, the, basically the excerpt is, I thought as long as I can make them laugh, it doesn't matter how. It'll be all right. If I succeed in that, the human beings probably won't mind it too much if I remain outside their lives. The one thing I w- must avoid is becoming offensive in their eyes. I shall be nothing to win the sky. So basically, like, he wants to, you know, sh- make people laugh. He wants to, you know make them feel that he's human but in reality he really doesn't want anybody to be involved with him and that's kind of like a sense of what I feel and while I was reading it I was like this is something that I can totally feel on a different level and uh, it's kind of something that I really never felt a connection with from like I don't know how long it's been since that and so I was like okay maybe I can you know change this into something and so I was watching a video on YouTube at like 12 at in like in the morning because you know whenever you have to sleep it's nights and you can't really think too much and you're kind of overthinking but you're not really thinking and so I came across a video and it was like the glass cup the the water and the cup metaphor and it was like how would you view it if you would view it half empty or if you would view it like half full and it has something to do with like the good and the bad in the world and so I saw that and it kind of took inspiration to me. And so I was like, I'm going to put a video together for No Longer Human. And that's going to be my starter. Like, if you're listening to this one, you already know how it's going to start. I don't know when I'll get this No Longer Human video out there. Because you know how awful I am with scheduling and times. And pretty much anything that has to do with, like, 
videos in general. But I started on a script, and the starter part is like me talking about my view on the glass cup metaphor. And I hope that it can captivate some people. Because I feel like with most of my videos, I kind of just jump right into starting it. Like, I don't, like, do much of anything. It's like, straight to the point, that's that. But I feel like with, if I do that, it's kind of, like, going to captivate some people. Because it might interest them in what I have to say. Because it might show them that, hey, I'm not just some guy on the internet that's going to retell a story. I'm some guy that's going to, like, go deep into the story and, like, going to tell something that not many people could pick up on. Because during my time of, like, reading reviews and everything, I feel like a lot of people missed out on some of the parts of it. Because they felt it was too real, too unrealistic. And they thought there wasn't any relatableness into it. And that kind of part really surprised me. Because I thought I would find more people that actually read the story. Actually finding the character somewhat relatable. But they found it unreal for some reason. And I was like, uh, you sure about that? So yeah, um, definitely gonna do a No Longer Human video. Because I feel like... This is something that's been on my backlist for uh, like years now. Years upon years. I've always been like, I'm going to read No Longer Human. I downloaded it, bought it and everything. Never read it. Lost the book. Now I have to read it online. And I'm like, okay, so this is what I was missing out on. Because I read the translator's note. And I was like, oh, okay. And I just kind of dipped out. But when I got done with Notebook 1, it was like, oh, okay, I kind of see where this is coming from. And it actually had an interesting point of view and the character himself was interesting. I'm not sure if this is an actual audio autobiography. Because I read that in reviews. Some people were talking about how it's like not an autobiography. But it's like a character that he created to represent himself. I, I'm not sure. I'm going to have to go look back up on that. So I'm just going to take that with a grain of salt right now. But so far that's kind of what I know about like a little bit of the backstory. And yeah. I feel like the story is something that. You would have to read in order to understand where I'm coming from. Because if you just try to listen to what I'm saying and... Like some people could probably, you know, try to tell what I'm coming from. But most people couldn't. But yeah, with that, I was like, okay. Yeah, this is interesting. I love it. So, um... Yeah, so during that little break, I kind of took the time to find myself. And I was reading multiple things that I felt that would be something like... In the realm of what I was feeling at the time. Because at the time, I was like, kind of like, uh, my, this might be sensitive to some people, but during the time, I was like, dealing with many issues, like, I was dealing with traumatic events, like, everything replaying in my head, waking up with cold sweats and everything. It was like, I kind of had like a form of PTSD, but not really. But, like, with childhood experiences, with the things I witnessed, it would all of them just like, kind of flooding back, and whenever I close my eyes, and I see like, the flashback to like, other things, and I'm like, yeah... I don't know what I can do. And most days I wake up and I do not want to talk. Like, it, I cannot even open my mouth even if I wanted to in that day. Like, I just become mute. And, yeah, there was a point where, like, when I saw it in shows and, like, I saw other people talk about it. Like, when people suffer from trauma and they just go mute and they never speak. I've always thought that, oh, they're, that's like a little show thing or, like, oh, they're, like... You know, they just don't want to talk to anybody about it because they're scared. But whenever it happened to me, I was like, wow, I want to open my mouth and speak, but I just can't. And it's like kind of hard to explain, but yeah, that's like how it happens to me most of the time. Whenever I wake up in Coast Quest, whenever all those events fly into my mind, 
and I remember all of them. And, you know, dealing with, like, past suicidal attempts and dealing with many other things that went on in my life from anxiety to depression, you know, a bunch of other stuff adding up with family matters. And, like, everything just slowly built up. And it was like whenever, like, my neighbor committed suicide and I walked in there after the guy, her husband, knocked on the door and was, like, in a panic and everything. And just seeing that, just seeing that, like, it fucked me up mentally because I was thinking, wow, this is what I was thinking of, you know, doing years ago. This is what I was thinking of doing a couple of days ago. And it, it, I, don't, I don't know. I was just like, you just don't know what to feel in a uh, scenario. Like, you just kind of, like, lose yourself, really. Like, I just really, I don't know. And, you know, just uh, deal with all of that and uh, add some family matters onto it. Like, with, I, I don't want to go too deep into my family matters, but, yeah, just those things happening. And I'm like, I can't lose anybody. And, like, everybody that I've known personally and have helped me through many situations... And they're kind of, like, gone now. And I broke down so many times. And I didn't want to feel that way anymore. I just, I just don't know. I don't really know what to say. I don't want to. I don't even know what I want to say out my mouth right now. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, that's really all. I just don't know why anything really ever happens in this world that we live in. And to beat it all, like. A couple of days after that, I thought everything, like, cooled down, you know. You know, obviously, it kind of didn't because I did get into a fight. Like, I'm telling you, I, I don't know what goes on in my life to make all these things happen. But it's like you're watching a TV show where something happens every five minutes. And so when it comes down, like, to that, and then I was like, okay, you know what? I'm going to go back on Discord. And I'm going to go back on Twitter. I'm going to tell everybody I'm fine because I did leave a, a sporadic message. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm really sorry about that one, like. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, you know, put anybody on alert after that and just tip out for like two weeks. But yeah, um, I went back there and, you know, everything was kind of all cool. And, then, you know, found out that uh, the creator of Berserk died. And I'm like, oh, now what do I feel? Because it's like, ah, my gosh, I just can't deal with too many losses anymore. Like when you've dealt with as many losses as I've had. I'm not trying to make it sound like I'm some special case or I deserve to be treated specially. But it's like, when you dealt with many things that I have in your life, it comes to the point where you kind of get numb of it. To the point where you're not really technically numb from the feeling. And you're not numb of everything. You just don't know how to feel anymore. Like, when something bad first happens, your first thought is like, Oh my gosh, this is bad. This is, oh no, this is horrible. And now it's like... Oh, something bad just happened. Okay. And the rest is just in my mind, you know, just playing over and over again. Yeah, like, I know this one kind of off tangent, but yeah, that's honestly what happened in that two break, that two week break that I took. And um, I'm sorry that if I went in too deep or I started talking too much about my life and you're just listening to this podcast because you thought it was an anime or music or manga podcast or something. I don't know. But yeah, I'm sorry if you, I kind of went in too deep about that. 
But I just feel like um, I have to owe listeners an explanation. Because while I technically don't have to owe anybody anything, it's like, if these people sit around here and listen to my podcast and watch my videos regardless of how shit some of them are, they deserve to have a little insight into my life. And they deserve a little bit respect. They don't deserve to be treated like something that I just use for views and hope to get popular off of or famous. Because that's not my aim and that has never been my aim and that will never be my aim. But yeah, um, that was a two-week thing. So yeah, I guess that I don't really want to turn this podcast into something that's like lifestyle-based. But I've many times I've made many podcasts that like have dealt with my life. And I'm going to keep it that way, like... I'm going to talk about my life, but I'm not going to, you know, go out my way to start talking about, like, um, how do you ta- how do you do taxes or how you should save money or how you should profit off of this or how you should stop doing that. That's that's not going to be... Hopefully, that's not what this podcast is going to be because if it is, um, you can, you know, uh, record this, you know, just... Yeah, it's like I'm enjoying life more often now. Now it's like I'm free now. I don't have to worry about... All of these other things because one thing that I've always that I had to learn is that if you run from something way too often, it's only going to get worse. It if you confront it head on, like nine times out of ten, that's the best way to solve a problem. That other one percent, um, you probably shouldn't do that. Like in certain scenarios, like if you see somebody with a gun, you probably shouldn't charge at them, or yeah, or any of that. Yeah, I'm living better now. Uh, like, I'm still dealing with anxiety. Like, you know, cold sweats in the morning. You know, a little bit of trauma every now and then. But I feel like I've gotten better. Because I, I want to talk about this health system for a minute. Like, okay, now we're going to actually go into life now. <laughs> After I'm going to completely contradict myself. I want to talk about the health system in America. America is one of those countries where if you're literally dying... Or you have a family member or friend that's dying, like, or anything. If you call an ambulance, they're going to charge you, like, $16,000. An ambulance that will take you for about a 10 to 15 minute ride to a hospital will charge you 16000 And I, I'm just so appalled by that. Like, it makes no sense. Like, for pills and medication and overnight watch and a stay at a hospital... You're going to charge an extra couple thousand? That makes no sense. A three-day stay at a, a hospital where they're just monitoring you and giving you basic medicine should not cost you a couple thousand dollars. At most, it should cost you about a little less than a thousand. It should not cost that much. Okay, maybe a thousand because you got to admit there are staff and workers in there and, you know, you got to respect them for just times. But that much money for just like a ambulance ride? It's just like... I don't get that. And during my life, I've had my fair share with doctor experiences. Like, honestly, I've stopped going to the doctor not because I'm like one of those anti-vaxxers or like one of those people that are like, they're putting something in that medicine and they're trying to get the devil to, you know, possessors or some shit or whatever those people say and all that bullshit. It's to the fact that I've went to the doctor multiple times. And all I've got was, there's nothing wrong, or you're right, there's nothing really going on right there. I prescribe you some medicine, they send me out, they never, you know, send the medicine, they never even give me the note. 
They say, oh, I'll call it in for you. And then, you know, it never gets called in. So I'm like, why should I, you know, put my faith and waste my money on these doctors if, you know, they're not really going to do shit? Because I probably went to, like, the doctor multiple times, like, at the local clinic, to the hospital, and they do jack shit, basically. And it's so useless because they want to overcharge you for doing nothing. Like, they do nothing to help you. And I'm like, okay, so you're really going to do that. Because, uh, yeah, this one's a, a, a great, great example. Um, So if you guys didn't know, if you haven't listened to my mishaps podcast where I talk about Manwa and Marwa and, you know, my mishaps, I've had my fair share of unlucky accidents. Like, I'm telling you, my life is just pure shit at this point. I've got hit by a car. I pulled my spinal cord. I, yeah, and I face planted, broke my wrist, and so much shit. But, um, and recently I, I dove into a car recently. Surprised I'm okay. Because, you know, that could have went wrong, and, you know, my hand could have, you know, like kind of slipped underneath the car and it just got run over by the tire. But luckily I made it. I'm a stuntman. Just kidding. I, I could have died. I don't know why I do this shit. Why do I do this shit? Damn, I'm lost. Why do I do everything that I do? Well, anyway, um, yeah, I put my spinal cord. It was actually a lumbar muscle strain. I don't know why my dumbass kept calling it a pulled uh, spinal cord, but it's a lumbar muscle strain, and basically it, like, restricts your motion and everything from the upper body, and it hurts like hell for, like, uh, about a good 10 days. And that's like in a row. No breaks, no stop. And when I tell you that that shit was hurting, like I'm telling you, I could not sit up. I could not walk. I could not bend down. I could barely even get into the car to go to the clinic, to the hospital. And um, it was like on a weekend. So I was like, ah, I'll go to the clinic. You know, I don't need to go to like a hospital or anything for this, you know. So I was like, uh, you know, there's no, there's not, uh, nothing wrong, really. You know, I'm just, like, not able to move my back at all. And it's, like, it's not like I pulled a spinal cord, you know? And so I was, like, I probably just really sore or I need, like, some medication or something. And so I, you know, struggle to get into the car and I make my way over to the clinic. And so whenever I get over to the clinic, I sit in a waiting room for about, I want to say, a good two hours. And then they call me back. And I sit into a different waiting room. I don't know why they even sent me back there. Because it's just another waiting room. And basically three hours in total after waiting. And then they call me. But nope, they didn't call me to go back. They called me to go to the nurse and get my, you know, temperature checked. My blood pressure and everything, you know. And I'm like, three hours for this? And so after that, guess what? Uh, They sent me right back over to the waiting room. For another 30-something minutes. And I'm just sitting there and I'm like, my back is killing me and I can barely move right now. And, you know, I was like, okay, maybe something, like, is is kind of really bad right now. And so I was like, okay, uh, I can't, I have to talk to the doctor about this. Maybe they'll do something. And so, you know, he checks me and he's like, uh, you put your spinal cord. And I'm like, is that bad? Like, can I heal from that? He's like, oh, you can heal with it. You know, there's nothing really that bad. And I'm like... You sure? Because I can, like, you know, I can't bend. I can't, you know, sit down. I can't barely walk. I I can't even get into the car. He's like, yeah, you're good. And I'm like, that made no sense. 
I didn't get prescribed any pain medicine. I didn't get you know, like any advice on what I could do for my back. I didn't even get told to, you know, do the little elevation shit or whatever. Or, you know, lay down and rest. And so I'm like, okay, so this this guy really didn't do shit. And so um, I was basically told that I'm all right to go back to school. And I can, you know, start working out and everything. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think that I can do that. And so, um, you know, fast forward to Monday, I try to go to school. You know, go into the car, you know, make my way over there, but... Can't, can't really do that whenever you can't even, you know, barely move because it gotten worse by this point. And I'm like, I need some pain medicine. I'm just over here dealing with Advil and, you know. And so I'm like, okay, I probably have to go back to the, you know, the clinic. Because I was like, hospital is for like people that are like real bad off. And I don't want to be that one guy to, you know, come in there for something like that. And so, yeah, that's what I kept telling myself. And so I went over to the clinic and, you know, basically the same thing happened. Jack shit. I waited and wasted my time there. Missed a day of school. Lucky for me, I guess I didn't have to, you know, force myself throughout that whole entire day. But, uh, yeah, they didn't really do anything. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to the hospital. And, you know, turns out that pulling your spinal cord is actually a, a pretty bad thing. Like, it takes about a good week or two to recover from that. And you should, you know, get the optimal rest. And you shouldn't be overexerting yourself, you know, by carrying, like, a book bag with your, you know, all your school shit in it. And, you know, going and getting into a car and, you know, walking around and, you know, bending down and making, be, basically being mobile at all. And I'm like, so, uh, this, this guy over there, the, you know, the doctor, you know, I'm not gonna say his name, although I would say his name, but... You know, I'm not popular enough to get somebody, you know, in trouble. But, uh, I mean, like, maybe one day. But, yeah, that, that it's like, they prescribed me medicine. They told me that, hey, you should really, like, chill out for these past couple of days and not try to force yourself. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I did. And so, um, yeah, so that's pretty much what happened right there. And so, um, I guess I didn't really process how severe, you know, pulling your spinal cord is. Because, like, right now, if you, I have, like, my spine is pretty much sticking out my back at this point. Like, I'm not even joking. You, If I take my shirt off, you can see my spine sticking out my back. And it kind of goes up where the neck part is. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's normal or if I'm all right. But, um, yeah, apparently everybody that I work with at the, at the weight room, they noticed that shit. And they were like, you good? And I'm telling, ah, yeah, I pulled my spinal cord. And he's like, um... You probably shouldn't be, you know, attempting to, you know, do those squats and shit. And I was like, nah, I'm okay and everything. But he was like, nah, you, you don't have to do that. And then, you know, one of the guys that I worked out with, you know, just basically called the coach and was like, yeah, don't make him do that much. You know, let him do like 135 in squats and shit. And I'm like, I, I just wanted to, you know, try something heavy, but I guess. Actually, no. Fuck, my memory is awful. My first uh, week back at the weight room... I wasn't allowed to work out. Like, at school I went to, um, the weight uh, room is like a, basically a little course that you take. It's for, like, athletes, like, and like, the end of the period, and basically whatever period. Mine was at the end. And so, whenever I was, like, kind of okay to, you know, move my back and be a bit mobile and everything, I went back there, but I wasn't exactly allowed to, you know, work out. Uh, basically, I, I just had to sit into the the break room and just work on something else 
Like I was just doing basically my schoolwork while I was just chilling right there for the, and that was about it for a good week straight. And you know, props off to the coach for not you know trying to make me you know fuck myself up even more. And you know the trainer, we have a trainer that like takes care of like the, you know if you have a strain, pulled muscle, tendonitis, or you know any of that, or you you know you just sprain something, you know he takes care of all that. And so I got some good treatment. And the fucked up part about that is I got the best treatment at the school. I got good treatment at the school. Not at a doctor's place. Not at, barely at a hospital. I got good treatment at a school. A school. A place where they're not supposed to be doing that shit. Bruh. It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense at all. Why does a school treat you better than one of these doctors that get paid for the shit? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess my memory was kind of a little bit bleak right there because that part about me walking into that brick room almost every single day and, you know, just pulling out uh, my math work and shit, you know, just working on that and, you know, just looking back at my notes. I guess I kind of totally forgot about that, huh? It was like really blocked out of my memory. I didn't really remember that at all. That's <laughs> So, yeah, um, you know, for about a week, and then that week after, then that was whenever I was able to return to the weight room, but even then, I wasn't able to, you know, do any heavy weights for, like, squatting, but I was still benching about a good, uh, 155 on average, that's also including the bar, I don't know why people get mad whenever you include the bar, but the bar itself is 45 pounds, and, you know, you put on the other weights, and I was benching 155 pretty average, at least I would like to say so myself, but... 145 pounds. Pounds. This is America. We don't know what the fuck we do. Uh, so yeah. I guess that was kind of it. I did move up to 205 by the end of the year, but that was kind of it. Other than that, the bar just, you know, just plumped down right on me, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> now I look back at it, maybe if that doctor did something sooner, my back wouldn't be fucked up because... My my spine is like really sticking out my back and I have a a scar <laughs> like a big ass scar and I'm like Mmm that that doesn't look that good. So yeah I've, as much as I would like to say that I quit most of my, you know, physical activities because I, you know, wanted to stray myself away from all these other people in my life. The honest reason why was mainly because I fucked my back up. When it comes to running, if I run for like more than a couple hours or I'm on my feet more than a couple hours, my back just starts killing me. If I'm trying to squat heavy weight, it gets caught up where my spine is, with the part where it sticks out at, and uh, it just puts too much pressure on it and I can't. So when it comes to like building leg muscle, that's a really hard thing for me to do nowadays. And when it comes to, you know, running or being physically active for hours upon hours, it's really hard. So, uh, yeah, I guess that was my little vent part about this. This is why the medical system in America is fucked. They overcharge you and they do jack shit. And the school system where teachers barely get paid and, yeah, they're not supposed to be, you know, doing the most for people than an actual doctor. That's kind of where you know that something's going on wrong right there. But yeah, shout out to the trainer. 
and coach and my workout partner for uh, being there and actually giving a shit about me. Um, or else I probably would have overworked myself and, you know, messed my back up and I'd probably wouldn't be able to, you know, bend or barely walk anymore. But honestly, I really thought that I was never going to walk again. And uh, there were times where I just sat down. And let me mind you, like, although this was about a good two to three week span, it felt like eternity. Like, not being able to move or, you know, being mobile because you never realize how important, like, anything that goes on with your body until you're not able to use that part. Like, you realize how much of everything that limits. And there were days where I just, like, sat down and laid there and just mm, cried. I know not many people are, I mean, you know, people would be like, oh, so why are you saying that you cried or something? Like, honestly, I don't care if people know that I'm a little weak. Like, I'm not, like, to the point where I'm crying over, like, this littlest thing. But if something bad happens in my life and it's just way too much, I'm not afraid to tell people that I get depressed. I'm not afraid to tell people that I think of hurting myself. I'm not afraid to tell people that I've been abused verbally, mentally, and every single thing that goes on. I'm not afraid to tell people that I break down sometimes and I cry and I just believe that I can't do this anymore. And I'm, you know, I'm shattered within. I'm not afraid to let people know that. Because I honestly want help. I want to be better. I don't want to live a life like this. I'm not trying to put on some persona and act like I'm something that I'm not. If I'm not doing okay, I'm going to tell you that. Well, most of the time, I mean not technically, you know, bring it up every minute. If I'm not doing in the best headspace, I'll be honest with you. I'll, you know, have a little, you know, text. I'll, I'll drop a big-ass paragraph on, like, Discord, Twitter. It doesn't matter. I, I write hella paragraphs. But, yeah, if I'm not doing okay, I'm going to let you guys know. And if I need time and I truly believe that I don't want to involve anybody in this, that's truly what I'm saying. It's not because I'm trying to hide from it or I don't want nobody to worry about me. It's the fact that I believe that that was the best possible route. You know, just going off the internet and, you know, trying to fix everything within and not be so dependent on people. Because when you lose a lot of people that you become dependent on, it leaves you with really nothing. So when that one thing that gives you that ground or gives you that reason or motivation just kind of goes away... What do you do now? So that's why I was trying to build a way for me to build a foundation. So that way that that thing that keeps me together is something that won't go away. So yeah. That was me on my motivational type shit. Uh, yeah, I guess that the aim of this podcast was more or less not like me trying to talk about anime. Or me trying to talk about manga or vocaloid or anything. It was me just being honest and, you know, just chatting about my life, I guess. And I honestly love doing little things like this because I'm just chilling on the couch right now. I'm not in no setup. I'm not in no fancy thing. I'm just feel like I'm being down to earth right now. Like, this is probably the most down to earth I've ever felt. Like, when I'm around people and I have to put on a little act and be like, ha, I'm like this guy or something. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like me. But yeah, that's really um about my life. And honestly, I love Discord. I love Twitter and social media. So I think it's amazing how you can build some of the best bonds on apps like this over the internet. Like, 
I have made friends with people all over the internet that I have a way stronger connection with than many people that I do in real life. And that should tell you something about this world. Because I feel like everybody that ha like everybody that's alone right now or, or everybody that's like feeling down or don't have anybody to talk to or have anybody that's necessarily there for them, there's always going to be somebody out in the world that will like relate to you, that will be like, if you meet them and you guys, you know, start building that bond or that friendship, that it'll be something that like is going to be unbreakable. But unfortunately, you know, everybody lives in different places around the world and we're not all allowed to, you know, just go walk across the street and just knock on the door and, you know, just visit each other. Unfortunately, that's not what we live in. But what we do live in is a world where the internet can help us connect and help us, you know, chat with people with common interests, with similar beliefs and values. We can all make that come to life. We can all meet people like that. And it's all because of the internet. So that's why I think that the internet is truly something that's great. Anyway, that's really going to be the end of this podcast. And what I feel like is kind of cool about the internet. And my life. <laughs>